go. Let's keep listening to this song. Let's let this song ride a little bit. I don't know if you guys know. I don't know if we ever got into it, but this that opening song uh, is the band that Brandon and I were in called the Drunk Old Ladies, and that song is called Supper's Done. And that is Brandon on vocals, and that's me on steel drum. If you guys, I don't know if we ever told you guys that, but we're on Spotify. <laughs> uh, the Drunk Old Ladies. But we used to go by. Well, we started it as the Drunk Old Ladies, but then we would go by DOL just because Drunk Old Ladies sounds like a fucking bad improv group. Uh, the thing is, when we would tell people our band name and we'd be like, oh, DOL, it'd be like, oh, DOL, okay, I guess, you know, what does that stand for? Then when we would say Drunk Old Ladies, everyone would be like, oh, man, that's fucking awesome. And yeah, we started that band in, I think, 2015. 14 15 with uh two other friends of ours who were actually professional musicians um but man that was a fun like we played all the time we like all the time we played more than like most like real bands play in la like we were always down to take any gig uh and yeah i don't know if we we've ever really gotten into it but yeah the drunk old ladies that's our song supper's done and it just works it's uh it's got a real camp vibe um so yeah, the drunk old ladies. That was our band. So you can find us on Spotify and uh, check it out. Um, happy Thursday! And I'm actually the the one thing that I didn't want to be. I'm on my couch right now. Like this podcast has turned into fucking guy on a couch. Like I'm, I guess I'm guy on a couch now. Uh, but Bad Boys is on, and uh, I guess so. I'm just doing Will Smith movies every week. I don't, I don't know. This is that's how this happened. Um, it's weird. This movie's great, but I've only ever like it's on TV all the time, and so, it's always on TNT. Like I think TNT, it's like AMC with The Godfather. Like they, it's this movie's always on TNT, and it's got like a great first and second act, but then I, I find myself never finishing this movie. Like it is a great movie, but are we sure it's, is, are we sure it's great? Like, I, I feel like it's, I just feel like it's really long. Um, cause I, I've seen it, but then when it's on TV, it's always like, I always end up like turning the channel after, I don't know, make like midway through. I, th- I think maybe it's just really long and, and maybe that's like, it doesn't need to be that long. Like how long is bad boys? Um, that means two hours. Ah, see, that's my problem. Like two hours for an action comedy feels long to me. Like, okay. So I saw aliens at the new Beverly, uh, last Friday and alien, like aliens is great. Uh, it's a great, like kind of search and rescue mission that obviously goes horribly wrong but it's two hours and 34 minutes like that's a long time for a move first like a search and rescue movie like that should be that should be like all killer no filler like the rock like i feel like the rock is um like the rock is see the rock is two hours and nine minutes but that see that's perfect see i think if aliens shaved like 30 minutes off of that time it would it would it would hit harder because when aliens hits it hits perfect like it is it's a great sequel and a great movie um but aliens is that one movie like when i was in there i don't think i've ever been to a movie where i've heard more dudes say yes like it's a real like it's a real like yes movie. Like I heard it so many times. Uh it made me think like what my yes movie is. Where like when some when you're watching it and something happens, you're just like, Yes. 
I guess it's like maybe uh so like I saw so I saw a real uh a real doozy of a double feature. I'm again I'm if you're just joining us, I, there's a movie theater in LA called the New Beverly that Quinn Tarantino owns and I'm there at least twice a week. To the point where if you if I'm like never getting back to you just like call the new Beverly and ask if there's a guy in a baby blue Tommy Bahama jacket there with his hair pulled back in a bun and they'll be like, Oh yeah, he's in the third row. I'll go tell him that you're trying to get a hold of him. Like that's how much I'm there. Uh, but I saw Candyman and the people under the stairs double feature on Monday and they played the trailer for Friday the 13th, the final chapter, which is coming up next week. And when it played, I was kind of like, yes, like that's kind of like my yes movie. Um, but aliens. So, okay. So I was thinking, so going back to alien and and aliens, really, I feel like alien and aliens are, so there was an article that that came out in like 2011, 2012 about how FX specifically FX, the channel and like Louis, the show Louis fit into like a category called high bro. Like not really. It's it's basically, it's kind of like what Joe Rogan is. Like you could say like Joe Rogan's kind of like high bro. It's like, what it is it's like intelligent like bro stuff and i feel like i kind of feel like that's like what alien and aliens is because like i i I do like alien and i've actually i'm overdue for a rewatch and i loved aliens but like just hearing all like the yes in aliens like it didn't sound like film nerd saying it It sounded like like I, i didn't get a good look at the guys that were sitting behind me that said it but like it, it wasn't like a nerdy, like, Oh yes. Even though I'm sure like, you know, there, there's, there's kind of like some, some dorks out there that like aliens, but it, it, I was, I, I feel like alien and aliens has more of like a, yes. Like, I feel like the guy, like if you had alien and aliens in your DVD collection in college, like, I feel like it wasn't usually like the dude in the star Wars shirt. I feel like it was kind of like the, Whoa, this guy's got alien. Like, like it was kind of like, well, look out for this guy. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> it was cause like, look in college, everybody's got the boondock saints or like the usual suspects or like, you know, Pulp Fiction or happy Gilmore, or Billy Madison. Like those are, those are like the usual suspects, but kind of like the guy that had alien or aliens. It was kind of like, Oh, he was getting a bid to the fraternity. <laughs> like he didn't have to like rush a fraternity. Like they were like rushing that guy. I feel like it was kind of like my, my, the guy who was a really good writer in college starter pack. It was sort of that guy. Whoa. Did you, like he's got alien on DVD. Like, Whoa. Like, like this guy, like look out for this guy. He's got it. <laughs> I have to believe that there were a lot of people that, didn't like star Wars that were just like, no, like this isn't what I want movies to be. And then when alien came out, it was like, Ooh, no, this is what I'm looking for. Alien. I feel like alien and aliens. While I do feel like cinephiles do love those movies. They do have kind of like, they, I feel like they do fit into that high bro sort of genre a little bit. I could be way off, but all, all I'm, all I'm saying is that I just heard so many. Yes. Uh, at the aliens that I would, that it just made me think that it, that it fits into that category. Like I remember the last time I heard that, that like, like the first time I heard the yes, I remember like we took a trip to New York city and I believe 1992 cause our, my dad was running the New York city marathon. Uh, and we, we took a, so I obviously grew up watching SNL. So I'd watch it all the time, uh, in the early nineties. And I remember like we had to do the tour of NBC studios because that's where you go. Like you see where like Howard Stern was, 
was like broadcasting his show. You get to go to the uh, SNL studios and then they would take you to like David Letterman's studios. But I remember they take you into this room and you're in there and they're, they're, they're kind of talking about all the, you know, the stuff you're going to see. And I remember they said, and we're going to take you to go see uh, David Letterman uh, where he does his show. And I remember this, this like kind of like, maybe 27 year old bro with his girlfriend was, I just heard him just be like, yes. Like he was definitely like fucking love Dave. Uh, that was like the first time I heard it. It's definitely like a, I feel like it's like a, like a, like that high bro thing. Like I feel like David Letterman's kind of like high bro. Um, and it, like, it's not, <laughs> it's not like, um, it's not like a gone in 60 seconds or like, uh, uh, or like a, it's not like a Guido like thing. Like, yeah, that's more like, yeah, yeah, dog. Like, yeah, bro. This is more just like a, like a, yes. Like a, like this guy loves the Terminator. This guy loves aliens. This guy loves Letterman. Uh, this guy loves like, I might be making no sense here, but I, I, it's a very specific thing. (laughs) Like, uh, there, there's the, there's like the, there's like the star Wars dork. That's just like, yes. Then there's like the, you know, the fast and the furious, which is just like, yeah, dog. And then there's that, like in the middle, that like alien bro, the aliens, bro. who's just like, yes, that it's a very specific, like right. You react, like it's a very specific. Yes. Reaction. Um, that I, it just hit me while I was watching aliens when, and I heard that. And I think it was when I think there's the character Vasquez, when she picks up that, like that fucking huge, like predator gun, um, I think that's when I heard it. And I look, I was kind of like, yes, but I didn't say it out loud. Um, and yeah, it's, it's just that, like it, the, the, the way he said it just reminded me of that article about high bro and how that's really what FX is like that, that channel. It really does. Cause it's not, it's not like HBO, like HBO is much classier than, than FX in my opinion, even though I kind of like FX shows better. Um, dude, this guy, this commercial, Klondike bar. This guy shaved his eyebrow off for a Klondike bar. That was that meme I made. Like, what would you do for a Klondike bar? Uh, uh, just buy one. Uh, like they're like a dollar 50. Like what? Like, I don't really know like why that started where like you have to do these ridiculous things for a Klondike bar and it's good to see that they're still keeping that going. Um, so what else is going on? So, I mean, I Roe v. Wade, like, I, I mean, like, I'm not going to get into all of that. I'm going to leave that to obviously, I don't know, women to comment on. Um, if you know me and you listen to this show, I think you probably know which side um, of the fence that I'm on. And, you know, I'll just, you know, leave it at that. But speaking of women, I, do you guys, do you guys know that there's this like, I guess this theory that at the end of the like they're like at the end of a league of their own. Okay. Like when I first saw that movie, uh, if you don't know it, the league of their own with uh, Gina Davis and Tom Hanks about the, the, uh, the baseball league that women would play, uh, back in like the forties, I guess it was, I think it was during like world war two. It's a great movie. Uh, but that there's this like, I guess, internet conversation where people are wondering whether Dottie, who is Gina Davis's character, whether she dropped the baseball on purpose or she actually just got steamrolled by Kit played by Lori Petty, her younger sister. 
and that it's like this whole like conversation and theories that behind like whether or not she 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 actually dropped it on purpose or not like that like that's crazy to to me that that's a conversation like okay when i first saw that movie which i think was probably in I didn't see it in theaters. I think I saw it when it was released. I feel like that that's a movie that you watch with like your mom. Like, I, I don't think that was one where like my friend was spending the night and we were watching a league of their own. Like, I'm pretty sure I watched that with maybe my aunt, my mom or like my aunt maybe, or, or something. Um, so when I remember like when I first saw that movie, it's like, okay, you know, it's about Gina Davis is this like, like all world baseball player. And Lori Petty is her sister. Who's like good, but not that good. Uh, she's just not as good as her sister, basically. So it was like a real like underdog story. And they really like play that up in the beginning and really throughout. And then at the end, when, when Kit runs her over and she drops the ball, I was always just like, oh man, like, wow, like Kit got the better of her. Like I was always kind of more team Dottie just cause she was sort of a badass, And like, I thought Kit was kind of like an annoying character, but like when Dottie dropped the ball, I was more, I was more just like, oh man, like, Oh, that sucks. Like Kit got the better of Dottie, but like, Oh, well good for Kit. So I was always under the impression that yeah, Kit just got the better of her. And it's like, now we're treating it like it's a fucking Christopher Nolan movie. That, like there's this open ending where like, did she really drop the ball? It's like, of course she dropped the ball. Like if, if she dropped the ball on purpose to let Kit have the victory, like what the fuck's the point of the movie then? Like, what did I just watch? Like, this is literally like an underdog story. If, you know, my memory serves me well. Like, I can't believe that this is like this open. It's like this Internet. Like, I, I feel like this is the this is the problem with the Internet. Or maybe it's it's a good thing about the Internet. It's why the Internet's kind of like a, just an entertaining thing to have is like. Is that we can have that conversation of whether she dropped it on purpose or not. But like. I, from, 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 from my, in my opinion, like, I don't know why this movie even exists if that's even a conversation, because like, if she dropped it on purpose, then the victory of watching Kit beat her is just kind of like flushed down the toilet. Like, I don't really understand why, like, I don't get it. Like, I, I, I again, I think this is just this, we live in this age where like things can't just be like final. Like we always have to kind like things can't just be as they are like we always kind of got to like poke holes in something when it's just like or she just got the better of her sister like why can't it not be that like why do we have to like like okay inception i get it but like inception's dealing with dreams okay like th- that makes sense that's why that's why that works in inception this is a league of their own this is a penny marshall movie like they're usually kind of like fastballs right down the middle. Uh, you know, I don't know where this, I, I, I wish things could just be like, like, I don't even know how it started because again, like when I, maybe I need to go back and rewatch it. Maybe there were like clues throughout the movie where it's like, Oh no, like she definitely dropped it on purpose to let Kit have her moment. But then that's just like, that's just like such a unhappy ending. Like what a dick thing to do. Um, I'm not going to go on too much of a rant about this because the, the, I, w- I was brought to my attention because there was a podcast called The Rewatchables and they, they talk about it. And I just couldn't believe that like that was a thing, uh, that, there's a, that there's theories that like she maybe dropped it on purpose. I, I just think that that pulls the rug out from like Lori Petty's character and just the story in general. 
if she was just like, oh, I'm going to drop it to let my sister have the moment. No, I think the younger sister who was just so filled with rage that she's been like passed over is just going to crush her older sister who she's resented her whole life and get the better of her. Like that's a satisfying ending. I, I like, I couldn't believe that there was these like online theories about it. I just think that that's, I think that's just like the world we live in with, with especially with the internet that like nothing can just kind of like be, it was kind of like my thing. What I, we were talking about a few episodes, like maybe back in like November, October or something when it's just like, Oh, there's a beautiful sunset. And that automatically means we live in a simulation. Like, why can't that just be a beautiful sunset? I mean, you know how bright the sun is and like there's, there's times where it's going to shine off something that, and it's going to make it look like something that doesn't even seem real. But I, I think it's because the sun's this giant fucking ball of whatever the sun is and it's pretty damn bright. And sometimes it's going to shine in ways that like don't look real. And I, I think maybe that just means that it's real. And it, I, I, you know, I don't know. I, I'm not a simulation, bro. Um, contrary to, you know, so many other people, but, but Hey, if you'd want to believe it's a simulation, go for it. Um, so yeah, see, this is the best part of bad boys. It's when Martin Lawrence has to pretend to be Mike, to be Mike Lowry and it's great. And he starts, he goes to sit rescue, uh, Tia Leone, like the first act and, and first part of the second act, act of this movie are great. And then I don't know. I just feel like it drags on a little bit. Maybe, you know what though? Maybe it's because it's on TNT and they just show nothing, but it's, you know, you got to sit through about five commercials. Um, yeah. Going back to Candyman, God, you know, it's weird. I remember when that movie was advertised. Like, I remember seeing the ad in, like, the trailer in the early 90s, and you think it's, like, this teen horror movie. Like, it starts with, like, the, the saying the Candyman in the mirror five times, and you think it's going to be, like, like, you know, like a Friday the 13th or, like, a Scream, and then you see it, and it is not that at all. I mean, it's, like, a, it's like a heavy, intense movie. Um and I remember I watched it and this is what, this is where, you know, hype can, and, or just thinking that something is what it's going to be. And then it's not can kind of throw you a little bit. Cause I remember I saw that movie. I watched it like last year in my apartment, which is just not the place to watch a movie like Candyman Cause it was like on the TV, the lights were on. I had my phone, like you have your phone, that movie. So I saw it at the new Beverly and like Virginia Madsen, who's in it. She introduced the movie. So like you have that, you have it on film. It's dark packed theater, like that Philip glass score that's playing. And like those aerial shots of Chicago. Um, it is not John Hughes's Chicago. <laughs> that's for sure. It is like, it is an intense, it's an intense movie and it's really good, but they, it, I feel like they marketed it as this almost like teen horror movie. Um, and wow, is it is not a teen horror movie. It is, it's a, it's a, it's a deep, it's a heavy movie. It's, it's pretty damn good. And then the people under the stairs is just, that holds up basically exactly as I remember it as just like a fun, even though that has some kind of like, there's like the socioeconomic themes in that one. That one really, uh, is just like, a, I mean, it's just a, despite some of the themes in it, I mean, it is, it's a pretty fun movie. That, that one's great. Um, it, it, it holds up as exactly what, like, I didn't watch and be like, oh man, this thing is actually really corny. Like I remember and love 
that about it is that it is kind of there are so many corny parts to it and i just love it it's a real it's a real campy movie but candy man is not campy that is not campy man <laughs> um, it really is not it is a it's a it's a great movie um oh god this jimmy garoppolo subway commercial does anybody know what this commercial means where he uh, jimmy garoppolo who's the quarterback for the 49ers is in a new subway ad repping the their new italian sandwich uh and by the way so it's subway now has capicola or gabagool uh, which by the way apparently gabagool is like comedy gold now all you have to do is say gabagool you're just gonna you're gonna bring the house down (laughs) apparently uh so anyway so they have gabagool now and it looks like it looks like, like, I don't know, like ham. It looks like gabagool that went bad. Uh, it looks disgusting. Like, there's no way Subway's getting, like, the gabagool that, like, Tony Soprano eats. Like, it looks gross. So Jimmy Garoppolo's on there repping this new Italian meat, and he's like, yeah, get the new Subway Italian meat, just like my Nona used to make. And then it goes to his Nona, which I guess is his grandmother, and she's like, I don't cook. And he's like, what? And she's like, it's a good thing he's handsome. Like, okay, first of all, is he saying that the the Italian, shitty Italian sub that you get at Subway is just like the, the food that his grandmother makes? Like, that's an awful compliment for his Italian grandmother. Like, what a dick. And then, she, so, and, so is she taking offense to that saying I didn't cook? But if she's saying I didn't cook, then then who was cooking Jimmy Garoppolo's Italian meals? It's it's a very weird commercial. I don't I don't really get Subway's marketing ads these days. It's like Steph Curry and Charles Barkley, yet they keep cutting everybody off. Like it's that movie Don't Look Up or something. I don't understand what Subway's doing. I haven't been to a Subway in like God, like five years, mainly because it's disgusting. And places like Jimmy John have and like Jersey Mike's have kind of come around or I mean, you know, the thing is I live in LA, like there's great delis here. So like sometimes when I get like a subway or a Jimmy John, even though Jimmy John's is good, it's like, or I could go to one of these like really kind of fancier delis and, and where they actually have that, that good gabagool. And I don't know. I don't get these new subway ads at all. Um, um, Oh, I, I got to get it. I got to talk about this. Um, so I uh, kind of, a, uh, you know, not really a funny story. So, so anyway, so I got Brandon a bidet for Christmas this year, um, but he wasn't able to use it uh, because he had a hemorrhoid not to, you know, throw him under the bus here, but like, so long story short, you know, he, he, he wasn't able to use it. And then, you know, when we were, we were cleaning out his apartment uh, after he passed, I, I, you know, his bidet was still in the box. So I kind of inherited it, inherited his bidet. And like, I don't know why or where the fuck I've been for literally my entire life, not using a bidet. Like, okay. So I usually use baby wipes and like dude wipes. I mean, like I'm very, uh, is vigilant the right word about like having a clean butt. Like if you're using toilet paper, like what are you doing? Like, 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 like you, you, like, what are you doing? Like toilet paper is like toilet paper versus like a bidet or like baby wipes is like, it's like, it's not even night and day. It's like night and like 
it's like night and judgment day. <laughs> like, what, like what, like what are you doing? If you're still using, I'm sorry. Like, I don't mean to like criticize anybody, but like, if you're still using toilet paper, you really need to stop using it. Cause it's like a barbaric act that you're doing to yourself. Like, I don't care if you're getting, I don't care what the threat count or like, I don't care how soft it is. That stuff is just not doing it. it it's, it's not, it's not doing what you think it's doing. And, so I remember I made the first switch that I made was to these preparation H wipes, which are for hemorrhoids, but I didn't have a hemorrhoid not to get too uh, descriptive here. But like, I remember Brandon had those when we were living together in Venice and I was like, Oh, what are these things? And I tried one. And I was like, wait a second. Like, the, like why do we stop using baby wipes after when we stop being babies? Like why did like, it's, it's crazy to me that it took, us this long to realize that toilet paper is just like you might as well just use sandpaper up there like it, it is i feel like other countries because it seems to me like this is an american thing because i feel like bidets are in most european countries like it, and 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 maybe there's the whole thing of just like well i don't want like that wet feeling on my butt it's like as opposed to that shitty feeling <laughs> like what i don't get the argument against bidets and uh, and like baby wipes or like dude wipes, like dude wipes are great. So there's a, for a period there, I was using dude wipes and, at, you know, to, to do, to really kind of get in there. And then I was using baby wipes as kind of like a, the baby wipes were kind of batting, like clean up. <laughs> like they like literally like they would kind of clear the bases. Um, but now I'm now that I have this bidet hooked up, like it is, it's not even like, like, like Led Zeppelin and, and toilet paper is like Nickelback. It's literally like Led Zeppelin is a bidet and toilet paper is like an animal being like strangled to death. Like it is, it, it, it's it, like, it's not even like Caddyshack, <laughs> like toilet paper is Caddyshack too. It's like, it's like a bidet is like Caddyshack and toilet paper is like, like the scramble TV and poltergeist. Like it, it is you gotta, you gotta, if you're undoing toilet paper, I think you need to take a good, long, hard look in the mirror and really be like, what am I doing to myself? Like, I'm sorry. Like it, it is, it, first of all, you save a lot of time in there uh, with a bidet. Second of all, it's just like having a clean butt is just like so important. It's it, like, it's so important. And I don't know why I don't have, I don't see a bidet in literally every single person's home that I walk into. I'm sorry. Like I, like I'll, I stay, I'll stand by this harder than, than anything. Cause it's really important. Uh, and, and dude, they're not that expensive. Like get a tushy. Uh, they are, it is literally, it will change your life. Like I thought using baby wipes changed my life and it actually, it kind of did bidets like change it. I, I mean, these things, it's just, it's a, it's a magical thing. And I mean, it's to the point where like Tushy should almost sponsor this podcast because I will, I could literally talk about this for like 10 hours, how great it is. And, uh, yeah, like when I don't have it, I'm like lost. I'm like, I don't, I'm like a, a I'm not myself at, at this point. Like that's how great this thing is. And, I don't know if you're, if you're, if it makes you question your sexuality, but you feel that thing going up, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, it, cause it is, it's just magic. It is magical. Um, 
you know what? That's what gets like when I use it, I'm just, that's what gets me to be like, oh, yes. And that's not like me being like, oh, I like the feeling of that on my butt. I like the feeling that my butt is getting a thorough clean. Like it, that's what feels good that, that I, that I don't, <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to get really too into it and this turn this into like a Howard Stern thing. But like, it is, I just don't know. I don't know what you, you're abusing yourself. If you're still using toilet paper, like, I'm sorry, you just are. And don't get those flushable wipes that you can find at the grocery store, the Cottonelles. You need to go to the baby section. If you have a kid, you know, use them on him and then don't be afraid to take some of those to the bathroom with you. This whole, like we use baby wipes when we're babies. And then as soon as we become adults, we just like abuse ourselves with toilet paper. I, it, I don't know why that that was a thing. I I, I don't get it. It's makes no sense at all. Um, you, you gotta, yeah, I highly recommend the tushy. There's like three of them. There's like the tushy, like the 89. I don't even know what it is. There's like three kinds and I, yeah, highly recommend. Um, if the whole like, and if the whole like wet butt thing feels weird to you, then just use it and then use toilet paper and then you're, you're fucking good to go. Um, yeah, it's, it's a no brainer guys. It's a no brainer. Um, so yeah. Um, so what are you going to do? If you guys, you guys have been watching the, um, I ask you like, you can just answer me. Uh, I've been watching the NBA playoffs like a lot. I got into the NBA. I was really into the NBA when I was younger. Brandon and I both kind of were like, he used to collect the cards. Um, and like, you know, you had Jordan and bird and magic. It was great. But now I got into it during COVID when, cause like, you know, when COVID happened and sports got canceled, it's like, shit, dude, like what, there's nothing live anymore. So then when that bubble thing started, I was all about it just cause I was so excited to see sports again, especially like live sports. So I got really into it and like every team, this was never the case, but like every team has great players like that that like you want to watch play like i i think a lot of people don't like what the game has turned into with it's like it's a little soft and all they do is just shoot threes but i mean like i don't know it's i find it to be pretty entertaining actually but um i remember there was this thing where back in the day you like they all wore suits um all the players wore suits and then something happened where they were just dressing kind of like just normal, like, like they were like, they were kind of dressing like, like regular, like kind of jeans and t-shirt. Um, and then, but they, they, there was like the rule that that came into place where they had to dress like nice, but it just happened to come. Like now they all dress like Pete Davidson or maybe Pete Davidson dresses like them because like it, it's kind of turned into where like high fashion, it's like that kind of that scumbro fashion, like that, that Bieber and like Jonah Hill and Pete Davidson have kind of embraced like NBA players really have embraced that. Um, a friend, like a friend of mine said, it's like, they're like scumbros and they totally are like, they've like high fashion has it like dressing kind of shitty has become fashionable, even though they're not dressed shitty. Like, like what they're wearing, I think is, is, is like, like stylish. So like they, they all, they all have like the same style. It's really funny. Um, but it reminds me of, so Brandon and I had the script that we were, uh, that we were working on back in 2011. Everybody wanted to do like revenge of the nerds. And we were always just like, well, that was basically the social network. So then someone wanted to do revenge of the jocks. 
And so we met with these producers and we kind of came up with a take and we ended up selling the pitch to, to Fox. But basically what we did was it was kind of like, we, we, our character was basically this Texas quarterback. It was basically like Paul Walker in varsity blues gets injured. And like his last high school game loses all his, his scholarships uh, to like, you know, Florida state and Notre Dame, et cetera, et cetera. But then like his knee gets better. And the only school that will take a shot on him is this like really progressive, like liberal arts school in new England where like, you know, sports aren't, aren't, really a thing it's like it's like if paul walker from varsity blues went to like bard uh and so he goes up there and he's just he's just just a complete uh, fish out of water and so he but there is a football team but they suck and no one gives a shit about them they're underfunded and so but he goes up there and just completely like crushes it and kind of gets everybody kind of like um coming around to being like, Oh man, football. Like I forgot about football, but it's like driving like a lot of, so like the locals love it, but it's driving like the, the kind of the nerdier brainier students crazy. And that's what it was. It, it, it we called it true freshman, but like revenge of the jocks is basically what it was. Um, but I remember we were working with this, uh, exec and he had this note that at the time we were just, it was like such a bad, like Hollywood note at the time, but like n- where we are now, it actually was kind like, this guy was kind of ahead of the curve. Cause he was like, so at the end of this movie, where are we going with this new breed of nerd jock? Because our, <laughs> so I'll just get into nerd jock in a bit, but we were like the, the, basically the character the quarterback goes up there, kind of changes the, gets the football team, right? Brings the football team back from the dead, but also like, becomes like a better person up there. Like he gets into something that he never would have gotten into. Like he gets into fashion a little bit. So, so, so when we got that note, we were just like nerd jock, like what the fuck is nerd jock? But now like these NBA players kind of are nerd jocks. Like they're, they're incredible athletes, but you see how they dress. They're like into like fashion. They're like, they have like fashionable, like I'm sure like the jean jackets these guys are wearing are probably like a thousand dollars. And like the, you know, like the Fleetwood Mac t-shirt underneath, like they're, they're pretty fashionable looking, looking dudes. So they they've kind of become nerd jocks and you kind of see it at the NFL draft. Like these guys are, it's no longer just like the, like the bro suit, like the, like just the regular suit. Like these guys are really taking to like high fashion and, and, and why not? Uh, to the point where like the nerd, they actually are kind of nerd jocks now. And this guy was just ahead of the curve, but like, it's, it's so funny watching what these guys wear it. There, there really is that like scum bro fashion line has really made its way into the NBA. And it's just, it's, it's actually become a part of like NBA games now. Like you literally, you'll be watching it. And in the pregame, they will be like, Oh, look who's coming into the, into the, uh, into the arena. And it's like, the, the, it's like Russell Westbrook with like a blondie t-shirt and you want to be like name three songs, but also it's like, uh, they have become nerd jocks. It's really funny. Um, or maybe we were ahead of it because it was Brandon and mine idea that this quarterback gets into fashion at the school. So, but just hearing nerd jock at the time, we were like, what the fuck is that? Like nerd jock. But now they like these NBA players have definitely become nerd jocks. But it's funny because like so like LeBron James is, you know, he's so good. But there was that one season like in 2019 or 18 where he was playing the Warriors in the finals and he scored like fucking 90 points in game one. And like they should have won, but they got he got screwed over at the end. Something I forget what it was. 
So he was in the, uh, <laughs> the post game press conference and he was like, you know, he hated the questions he was being asked and, uh, and he was like getting snippy with, with reporters. So he was sitting down you couldn't see like his legs. You could just see like his, his upper body and he was wearing like a, a suit and jacket or he was wearing like a, a shirt and tie and jacket. So I assume he's got like a, this really, you know, fancy suit on. And he like he's he's like yelling at a reporter, and then he stands up and walks out, but he's wearing shorts, so he looks like a he looks like Angus Young from ACDC. He's got this like schoolboy outfit on, which it was so hard to take him seriously because you just like chewed out a reporter, but then you stand up and you literally look like something out of like Pink Floyd, the wall, like some like British schoolboy walking home. I was like, dude, I can't take you seriously looking like that. But, um, but no, yeah, they like the NBA players have really taken to this kind of like, they're, they're really into fashion. Um, and yeah, so that's my, that's my NBA rant for the day for the week. Um, what else do I want to talk about? Um, God, it's Thursday. Thursday is literally like, like Thursday has always been my favorite day of the week. Like Thursday is just like, it, it, it like literally Thursday, Thursday is eight, like throughout time, throughout my entire life, I'll, I'll be 40 next week. Um, which by the way, 40, like I remember like 40 when people turned 40, like wasn't 40 meant, meant you were over the hill or was that 50? I remember when like people turned 40, like back in the eighties and nineties, it was, it was as if you were turning like 90, like now, I mean, I'm 40, I have a podcast. <laughs> like, uh, um, you, you know, I, I, I rent, uh, it was, uh, forties. It really is. So 40 really is like, I don't know if it's the new 20, but it's the new, like forties, not that you're not that old. Like I get the anxiety, but like, I mean, it's again, it's easier for me to, for a guy to say, um, as far as to a woman, especially if, you know, you want to have kids, but like, I don't know. I, I don't have that much 40 anxiety, but, but, but going back to Thursday, <laughs> like Thursday has always felt the exact same. Uh, it's always felt the exact same to me. Like it's, it's always been like, literally it is the, like just the best day of the week. Like it always has been like, I think even like it better than Friday. Cause Friday's like, I don't know, Thursday, Thursday just had like Friday. Like everybody's out, you know, everybody's out. Everybody's ready for the weekend Thursday. It's kind of like, there's more people than usual out, but it's still not like everybody's out. Like Thursday is just the best. It, Thursday's the greatest. Um, Thursday is literally the tushy of, uh, of weeks, uh, of days of the week. Cause even like, so with my job, because so Monday for me is actually aged beautifully because I used to hate Mondays cause Monday I had to go back to school and I just like, I just didn't, I didn't really love school. So going back to school, I was always dreading Monday. Like with my job now, like I don't have a traditional, I don't have traditional hours. Like I don't start working if I am working on a particular day. Like I don't start till maybe 11 or 12. So I don't really dread Mondays, but like, but I still get a case of the Mondays Like you're still out of it. But Thursday, like God, Thursday is just, is just, is just the goat. Thursday is the best day of the week. Um, what's your favorite day? Slide in the DM and tell me. Um, Will Smith. Oh, so thanks, Will Smith. So now Dave Chappelle got, got, uh, someone stormed the stage at the Hollywood Bowl and tackled Dave Chappelle. Like, thanks, Will Smith. Like, if I was still doing stand up, even though, look, I'm not, you know, I'm not performing at, 
at uh, venues like the Hollywood Bowl and the Oscars. But like, look, dude, I'm sure there's going to be stories from like the Chuckle Hut in Champaign, Illinois, and some like, you know, young comedian got bum rushed because he said some, you know, maybe a joke about like abortion or about Trump or about whatever. And it's like, you know, thanks, dude. Like you couldn't just sit there at the front row of the Oscars and just like, <laughs> I mean, over a GI, like over a GI Jane joke, like you had to rush the stage and now someone's rushing the stage at, for Chappelle. And, you know, I, I think the people that rush the stage are going to be in the minority because like, look, dude, most people like Chris Rock. Most people are on his side. Most, most people love Dave Chappelle. Like, if you want to hackle hackle, even though that's just like the lowest thing you can do to a comedian, like take it from someone who's done stand up. Okay. You're not helping. You're not making their job any fucking easier. All right. And, and like Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle obviously can handle themselves when stuff like that happened. Like Chris Rock handled the Oscar thing. Amazing. Uh, and and like, it's no skin off their back. Like they're still going to have, you know, a great career. Like they're, they're like the masters at their craft, but like, you're just, you're not making the job any easier. So now going out there and thinking that, you know, you might bomb or some of your new material is not going to work or whatever the case may be, or like someone's going to heckle you. Like now comedians have to worry about fucking people coming on. The, like what a dick. Uh, I, I guess if I'm just going to talk about Will Smith, every single episode of this thing, it's like, what a dick. Like you just made comedians lives so hard as if they aren't already hard. Um, I don't know that motherfucker. Um, yeah, so, uh, so that's 44. I think that we're going to call it, we're going to call it there. Um, I kind of like doing these shorter episodes because now that it's just me, you know, like, like somebody like Bill Burr, you know, Bill Burr has a huge audience, so he can literally sit on his couch or at his desk and talk and ramble. He can sit there and make no sense, but he's got a built in audience. So he can kind of, uh, afford to like ramble. Even when he's rambling, I feel like a lot of people aren't fast forwarding. You know, I don't have that luxury. So, and also like, you know, we live in an age where people want that shorter content. So even though the episodes Brandon and I did, that were like an hour and a half, I find they were usually pretty like, pretty consistent like um you could you could we 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 were able to fill it and it was usually fair relatively entertaining i feel like but like i kind of like this like 45 minutes um and again i'll get into the shout outs eventually but i'm enjoying kind of just getting my getting my sea legs under me and uh and yeah so um that was that and we're gonna bring supper's done here coming in right about is it coming in here it comes gonna bring it in here so again drunk old ladies supper's done this is the music of this is the theme song to this show always has been and that is our band so if you uh want to check out some of the music brandon and i made with with two of our friends uh drunk old ladies on spotify um and yeah i will uh talk to you guys soon enjoy your weekend enjoy your thursday um and enjoy your weekend thank you guys